Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is the Christmas episode for Tiara's Tears and Triumphs. And this episode, I am talking about the gift of you, okay? Because I want you to know how precious you are. And it's something that is easy for us to forget, especially because we can all be our own worst enemies. So Christmas is often not picture perfect. And with COVID um, just going like wildfire, spreading like wildfire again all around the world, it is again another time where it could be an ideal Christmas that we hoped it would be an ideal Christmas and we'd all be able to get together but that's not necessarily happening for many many people this year and whether that's impacting or whether it's other pressures that are impacting on your family emotions run high at Christmas for many different reasons so stay well stay safe and tune in if you've got time when you've got time to the christmas episode of tiara's tears and triumphs just a caution if you feel unsafe at any time please stop listening you can come back anytime you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast your safety is the most important thing to consider. This is the Christmas episode for Tiara's Tears and Triumphs. On this week's episode, I am just going to be delivering a Christmas message to anyone who may be tuning in and listening to wish them a very Merry Christmas. This year has been a particularly challenging year for many people and there have been lots of impacts on people all around the world because of the COVID-19 pandemic. This Christmas we have opened up here where I live and we are able to visit each other again but I know that in different parts around the world that people are again going into lockdown and you just don't know what you're going to get this Christmas so maybe things haven't gone to plan for you this Christmas and that's what I would like to talk to you about on this episode of Tiara's Tiara's Tears and Triumphs sometimes things don't go to plan and Christmas is a very special time of the year, a time where we really are hoping to have a lot of joy, a lot of moments where we are able to share this time with our loved ones and for this time with our loved ones to be a very happy time. But it's not always the case and we don't know what is going to play into that, but emotions are highly charged at this time of the year. And it doesn't matter whether you're in an 
unstable relationship or home for those emotions to spring up at Christmas and rather than it be a picture-perfect happy time of the year for stresses and pressures, things that you're not understanding that are going on, maybe expectations that other people have for things that they're wishing Christmas is going to look like for this to then come out in eruptions that are upsets between different people in your family groups and this can put a lot of a lot of strain on Christmas and and maybe put a bit of a dampener on things for for people. Maybe your Christmas wishes weren't being met, and I'll talk to you a bit more about that in this episode too. So my aim is to help people with the challenges that they are going through in life. And one of the messages that has come through for me this Christmas is that we all need to feel as though we matter. And the Christmas Christmas Day, this gift of what Christmas originated from, from a Christian perspective with the birth of Christ and Christ being um, the Son of God here to bring salvation to everybody is the light, the hope, and it sends a message very clearly that we're all equal in God's eyes and we should all look upon each other as being equal, no matter what your station in life, no matter what you were born into. Mm-hmm. But we all matter. We all have our lives all have value. And once we understand this, then we can really help to on all areas of life with making taking care of each other, making sure that it's not just about us and we're not having this dog eat dog attitude, which comes from a point of desperation when you feel as though your needs aren't being met. And when we come from this place of knowing our true worth, knowing our value, then we're able to be much more empathetic with other people. So looking at people's humanness, maybe their weaknesses, maybe where they're falling down and be more compassionate towards them. So this is a really important time of the year to remember this and for us to be able to move forward in life to not be on the defensive coming from a point of desperation in life where we're really trying hard to be seen, heard and valued. But when we understand that we already have this place in the world, this place of importance in the world, that we all matter, then we no longer feel so desperately that we need to strive to feel seen, to feel heard or to feel valued. And that's my message to you today. If I can give anyone listening this single gift to remind you of how precious you are and how much you matter, how much your life matters. And if you're not living the life that you want to be living right now, that it is possible to create some different outcomes in your life, those outcomes which you would like. 
It all starts with you realizing what a gift your life is and what a gift you are in this world. And once you have claimed that, from that place, you can start taking steps forward to have more of the things in your life that you want, not just for yourself, but for others. And I believe that part of what we need to feel as though we matter in life, as though we have a place in this world, is to know that we're doing some good, some good with our life, that our life matters. So if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling as though you've lost direction and you don't know which way to go to create a beautiful life for yourself, perhaps you can just come from that place of asking yourself what it is that you can give. And you you can surprise yourself because there's opportunities all the time for you to give in life. And it might be by starting with working in a charity or offering your time. And from this, you can really start feeling good about yourself and allow yourself to go down that path of knowing that you're giving something of value to somebody else, not because you want to have any kind of financial gain from it, but because it's something that makes you feel good. It's something that makes you feel as though you are contributing something to other people's lives. And if you want purpose, if you want more meaning in your life, this is a fantastic place to start. I was reminded yesterday, we in my family, we celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. That's our tradition. Um, I come from a German heritage, so both my parents are German and it is tradition to celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. So we have our extended family get together on Christmas Eve every year and this gives us an opportunity to come together. It's very, very important for us this year more so than ever because we've had so much time that we've been estranged from each other because of COVID and one of the gifts that we gave to each other this Christmas is we decided that we would do all do an antigen test the morning before we had our get together with the family because we wanted to make sure that we were all being protecting each other and so if anybody came up with a positive test then we would say well our gift to the family this year is that we're going to stay away because we don't want to be spreading this virus around so um so that was that was a really beautiful gift but I'll, there was a sad element to that um with our own celebration that we were having today on Christmas Day, which I'll talk about a bit later. But firstly, I just wanted to talk about this conversation that I had with my stepfather, who is just such a beautiful man. He's just truly such a beautiful soul. He's a minister. Um, he's He is an academic. He's, he's got a very sharp mind. Um, and he's studied 
what I love so much about him is his broad-mindedness and his inclusiveness. And he studied all sorts of religions. He hasn't just gone down this path of Christianity and that's the only path he's ever known. He's walked down many different paths, exploring many different belief systems. And this has given him this absolute broad-mindedness, which is just so beautifully inclusive. But one of the things that he reminded me of, because he's he studied so many different things, and like me, he has a real interest in personal development, and he reminded me that Tony Robbins started his journey as this guru that we know Tony Robbins to be today because, because when he was 11 years old, his family were not doing well they were in a very vulnerable position and so a charity came along and gifted them a Christmas hamper at Christmas time now Tony's father never recovered from this because his pride was so hurt and Tony Tony's father left at that point but what that the seed that that planted in Tony Robbins is the spirit of giving. And so from that point onwards, every Christmas after, Tony Robbins was involved in making these hampers and gifting people Christmas dinners and making sure that people did not go without. So his empire was built from a, black, a, a place of absolute humility. There was no thought at the time where he started this very humble beginning of doing some charitable work to try and help other people who were like his family were, to come from that place of empathy, to come from that place of compassion. And that is where his purpose blossomed from. And it just goes to show it's a, a really great reminder of you never know where this is going to lead and for that not to be your motivation to start in the first place. But just as an example to say, just start giving. Don't think that you don't have anything to give. Don't let pride get in your way. Get pride and put it to one side, okay, because pride does not serve you. It doesn't serve you. It will rob you of your most valuable assets that you have as a human being to give to others. So put pride to one side and just give, just give from your heart. Now, Many of you will not have any idea that in these weeks leading up to Christmas, I have been giving. And this is actually something that has been quite unexpected for me. And this is why I'm able to talk about this with passion and with purpose, because several weeks ago, I went to a business networking event. And at this business networking event, it was an all women's networking event and there were some amazing women at this networking event from different organizations who were doing really meaningful work in the community so there was an organization who was working with um with disabled people and 
um, in helping them with employment, with finding very specific uh, employment suited to their capabilities and suited to meet them where they are, what they were able to do and to give them something that was going to be rewarding for them, but would also not overstretch them and took into consideration their very real needs. Beautiful organisation that I will continue to partner with from this point on. I'm so, um, so happy to have been introduced to that organisation and another organisation which has opened up doors in, in the way of looking at how we can create more transitional housing for women in crisis who are wanting to exit abusive relationships and get into their own place and get a fresh start. Um, so many amazing potential you know, outcomes, these pathways were just opening up to me from this networking event that I attended. I also met a woman called Stephanie Beitzel and Stephanie got up and she shared her heart. She has a, a not-for-profit called Elf Squad. And this not-for-profit organisation that Stephanie runs is there to be like Tony Robbins, to bring a smile to children who are vulnerable at Christmas time. And Stephanie got up in front of this group of women that we were at this networking event and spoke from her heart and said that she had been running this not-for-profit charity. This we were, She was into her fifth year. And with COVID, COVID hit, now, COVID has impacted on many businesses in many ways and people have either been able to adapt or it has caused people a lot of suffering in their businesses. So there's Stephanie was impacted by this, but she was impacted more by unexpected um, challenges and these challenges came in the form of many of her key volunteers. So she was a group of six very instrumental volunteers in different roles, fulfilling different roles within Elf Squad to make, make it all happen, to make um, all these gifts come together, to make all these donations come together, to coordinate all the volunteers, to coordinate all the PR and the marketing that was needed to create an Elf list. And one after another within a couple of months leading up to this event, she lost every single one of her volunteers and she was on her own. Not only had she lost her volunteers, but the venue that she had used in years past for getting as the Elf Factory where all the gifts were packaged up and prepared and put in sacks and organised to get off to children. But not only that, but they even had an elf factory going where they had beautiful hand-painted um, gift wrapping paper that was created as a community event for businesses. Um, and that venue, she lost that venue because that venue had been flooded and there was damage and it was no longer accessible to her as the elf factory so she poured out her heart and told us all about this and this was in the last few weeks leading up to christmas 
she had very little time and she thought at that time that she would have to let go of being able to meet her goals of helping children this year and this year of all years is a year where it's really sorely needed people have really been hit hard by COVID so those who are vulnerable have become even more vulnerable because of COVID and Stephanie's heart was crying out to be able to do something to still be able to get these gifts to children for Christmas but it seemed as though the odds were just truly stacked against her and when I heard about her situation I just, I knew that I wanted to do something. I didn't know what I was going to be able to do. I thought at the time, oh, maybe I'll be able to come in and do some gift wrapping, you know, and help Stephanie in, in that way um, because I'm sure I love wrapping gifts. I really do. It's, it's a joy for me. I love all the trimmings that go with Christmas and, I've had many, many disrupted Christmases um, because of the abusive relationship that I was in. So I actually know firsthand what it's like to be one of those vulnerable families because I've been there. There was one year that I was, um, after things got life-threatening for me and the kids, I was clinging on thinking that I would still be able to live in my community where I was living and I um, managed to secure a rental property and we moved in on the 23rd of December. Can you imagine moving into a new home um, two days before Christmas the place was packed to the rafters with boxes. The lounge room was full of boxes. This is the place where I would traditionally have had my beautiful Christmas tree set up and decorated and the room beautifully decorated. And, and it was a disaster. I just had boxes everywhere. You couldn't even move. I was just trying to get beds set up and make sure that we had beds to sleep in. And on top of that, the I was in high alert. I was just absolutely hypervigilant because I was still had my ex heavily stalking me at that time and things had become, you know, escalated and become very dangerous for myself and my children. So there was no joy in that Christmas, but my children were so disappointed because I had made a feeble attempt. I saw a fir branch on the side of the road and I thought maybe I can make this look like a Christmas tree. I tried. I really, really tried, but it wasn't enough for my children that year and I felt their disappointment. I really felt their disappointment. They still had gifts, but none of the trimmings were there. None of the tradition was there for them and they felt very much, um, I suppose, ripped off that Christmas. So it, was a, it wasn't a nice Christmas for us. And we also had a Christmas the following Christmas um, where we had relocated. I only stayed in this house that we'd moved into for a few months before we really had to relocate far away. Um, we didn't have an option to stay anymore. Things just didn't 
get better, they just kept getting worse. And so we had to grab our opportunity and flee. And we'd gone into hiding five times and it was just completely unmanageable. So that following Christmas wasn't long after um, the father of my children, my ex-partner, had gotten out of jail and he tracked us down and it was literally New Year, sorry, Christmas Eve, and we had to go into refuge. So thankfully I'd managed to grab the gifts for the children, but um, we were in a motel on Christmas Eve and waking up you know, in this tiny room and I managed to get the gifts out for the kids. They, for some reason, have like a nice memory of that Christmas for me. It was completely ruined. Um, and then after that, you know, I'd just been through so much. I was rock bottom and I needed to rely on the charity of um, an organisation who offered to organise some presents for my children. So I've been there. I've lived this. I've lived through this hard time of not being able to make ends meet or not being able to have a picture-perfect Christmas. I, You know, I had Christmas after Christmas after Christmas that was virtually ruined because of the cycle of abuse that I was in and where that brought me to. So I don't want to dwell on that, but I just want you to know that this is why this is why this is so important to me um, to help in this area and to give something back. So I knew that I wanted to give something back. Did I particularly have time to be able to give something back? No. You know, I, I've got a very, very full plate already. And um, and this couldn't have happened without the support of my family, without the support of my husband, without the support of my children. And they gave me that support at, you know, the busiest time of the year. And so I said to Stephanie, Stephanie, what do you need? I'm here. What can I do to help? And that's all it takes is just saying, what can I do to help? You don't need to have it all figured out. You just need to say, put me to some use, put me to some good use, let me do some good here. And that's exactly what Stephanie did. Stephanie said to me, actually, I think you'd be rather good as the elf list coordinator. Would you like to take on that role? And that role, what that entailed is me speaking to different welfare organisations in our area, all these organisations that were supporting these family in need which was a wonderful thing for me to be able to do. So that's what I did. I communicated with these organisations and put together lists of these families who were in need, these children who were in need. And as I was putting together the list, one of the um, one of the people who were on the list or one of the organisations that were on the list was a group of foster parents. And this actually just really broke my heart um, to be going through this list and seeing that somebody's 
parents were now raising their children or somebody's auntie was now raising their children or somebody's cousin was raising their children or a family friend was raising their children all because a family had broken down to that point where there was a need for somebody else to be looking after somebody else's children and uh, I just you know I held on to my kids the whole time I did everything that I could to protect my children um, but that didn't mean that I was able to do a perfect job all the time of shielding them from the fallout of what was happening with the cycle of abuse and I just know how much things like um, addiction with drugs and alcohol can just how destructive it can be to people's lives and it made me so sad to see that there were these children who were estranged from their parents because things had fallen apart in these families. So I poured myself, you know, into this role that I was given. And not only did I pour myself into this role, but I said to Stephanie, I could see that there were many areas in what Stephanie was doing where she needed support to get across the line to get these gifts to families. We ended up having over 230 children who needed that support this year. And so everything was very, very last minute, but with, with the fundraising, with the people came forward and they were very generous with toys and and we managed to to pull it together but not perfectly it wasn't um ideal by any stretch of the imagination but what struck me is that there were good people there who were prepared to give whatever it was that they could give and there were families there who were coming in mums with their kids or parents with their children, you know, were coming in and they were volunteering their time. That really struck a chord with me. I brought my own family in. So my, all of my family got to experience this with me and see just how much of a difference we could make by giving nothing more than really our time to do something which is going to make a difference for somebody else and um, it just lit me up to see that this is the way we help community this is what we can do for each other we're not there to just give handouts it's really to give people back their dignity. It's really to give people back a sense of their worth, that they matter, to let every child know that they matter. And I felt great that we were able to do that. And I will continue on with this charity now that I'm involved in it because I can see how much good they're doing in the community. So I just want to encourage you this Christmas to not think about what necessarily, you know, like think about your the bigger picture of your purpose because 
speaking from personal experience, I know that it is, it's always been the driving question within me because I know, I know, I know, I know that I came into this world to do something good. I know that that's what I was born to do what it was exactly and somebody pointed this out to me just the other day and this is me coming to you saying I don't have all the answers but the answers come to me all the time through connections the most unexpected connections and conversations that I have and I had a conversation with somebody just a couple of days ago who is helping me with in mentoring within my business and she said, we're all good at lots of different things, but we need to hone in and work out what it is that we want to do. So when you ask yourself that question of, you know, why am I here? What's my purpose? What am I doing? You know, it is all driven because we have to feel as though we matter. And we can do many things. And that's the thing is that just start doing something, something that is going to remind you of that fact that you're doing something that matters. When you do something that matters, you can then, you no longer question yourself about whether you matter because you've already got a sense of that by doing something. So, Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be anything huge. It really doesn't. It's not about that. It's, it's just about the spirit of giving and being prepared to give something. And the more you say, what do you need? What can I do to other people who you see there's a need there, they need support, the more you are going to feel as though you're doing some good, your life has a purpose, your life has meaning. So this is the spirit of Christmas. And this is the message that I wanted to share with you. And I say this to you, if you are a victim or a survivor of an abusive relationship, you may be questioning your worth. You may be questioning if you, your life matters because Victims and survivors of domestic abuse fall through the gaps all the time and you feel as though you're invisible. You feel as though nobody hears your cries for help and you don't feel as though your life matters, but it does. And I see you, I hear you, and you matter to me. It's almost two years now that I've been doing this podcast and I never knew when I started this podcast who was going to be listening to it and whose life it would impact and what difference that would make to somebody. But I wanted to give something to other victims and survivors. I wanted to help victims and survivors with the challenges that they face. I wanted to inspire victims and survivors to say that there is a life, a lovely life, potentially waiting for you on the other side of 
an abusive relationship that you can recover, not necessarily that you're going to be able to just do it magically and it's going to be easy. It's a journey and it's like it's like an onion. It really is. So you will go through this journey of taking one step and taking away a layer of pain and then in time you'll get to that next layer and you'll need to take that next layer away and heal and continue to heal and continue to heal but know that you're whole okay you may feel broken but you matter and your life matters and your life can be beautiful again so I'm not saying it's going to be picture perfect that there won't be challenges for you but you are strong you are a survivor you've gotten this far to be in an abusive relationship requires a lot of strength you've got so much to give so much to give others so what I wish for you for Christmas is that you remember that your life is a gift and that you can make that life that you have be a gift for others too. And on that note, I know that there were other things that I perhaps would have touched on in this episode, um, maybe other stories about Christmases that, that I've had. But I can tell you, oh, I do know and I will share this just very quickly because I with that uncertainty that I was talking about earlier with Christmas and you just don't know it's this picture perfect Christmas illusion that we all have based on movies you know this real life that we live with uncertainty and human emotions just is a melting pot it's a melting pot where anything can happen and you just don't know so today Christmas day we were supposed to have my husband's son and his beautiful partner come and join us for Christmas lunch and we suggested, as we did with my family for Christmas Eve, that everybody do an antigen test before coming because we want to make sure that we, if anyone's positive, that we're not going to be spreading the virus unnecessarily. So my husband's son tested positive on his antigen test yesterday and that's it. We miss out on seeing him for Christmas. We miss out on seeing his beautiful partner for Christmas. We had a beautiful day planned out with them. And um, it's this is life. This is things happen. Things you've and you just need to go with the flow. Um so it's it's never picture perfect, uh, but it can still be filled with love. And that's what Christmas Day is about. It's all about giving and giving from your heart. So whatever you can do to give 
from your heart this Christmas. It'll always be enough. All right. I send you all my love and um, stay well and stay safe. We all go through dark times. When we do, we often feel alone. This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and for a long time I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel, but when I turned a corner in my life, the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light, shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, 
acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on, to go from surviving, to rising, to striving, and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe, Sandy.